right, welcome back, everybody. This will be, I think, number three for the Curly Nerd Podcast. I'm Jessica, and I'm here with my ABC. Always been Cooney. <laughs> I am the... Oh, sorry. Uh, everyone's favorite, well-spoken, non-threatening, magical Negro. I am Damien, because that's what my mother named me. It's a good name. I almost had another name. I almost had another name at birth, though. What's that? Known fact. My name was almost Dudley. Oh, God. What was she thinking? I mean, you were even, <laughs> weren't you born in like the 70s? Like not, you know, like what in the world? I was born, you know, sometime in the late 20th century. We'll say that. Right. You know, like what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> she came to her senses, though. Yeah, my mom you know, was. When I was born, Danielle. it was a. That works. That works. Well, she uh, didn't want to name me Danielle because my granddad's name is Dan, and my he left uh, my grandma when my my mom was like five, and she didn't want to make my grandma mad. So that makes perfect right. sense. So instead, she named me Jessica, which is the name that minorities name their children to make them not sound like minorities. And at the time, Damien was also such a name. <laughs> Little did there she know, so it was the son us. of Satan. Isn't that what the son of Satan is or something like that, David? <laughs> in the, in the, I mean, I had to have that talk with my mother when I was young, just to did make you? sure. Yeah. Because I think the original Omen movie came out a couple of years after I was born. So I was like, did you name me after the devil's son? Right. <laughs> She's like, well, ask your dad. <laughs> <laughs> ask your dad. <laughs> Anyway. Anyways, how was your week, my friend? Uh, my, my week was all right. Uh, a friend of mine celebrated a milestone birthday this weekend. So, uh, I saw some happy of those birthday again, Frank. Sorry about the whole wheelchair thing. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, what's, what's a party if you don't go home in a wheelchair? I mean, I, I mean, I have a really good girlfriend, one of my closest friends, in fact, who got taken out of a club in a wheelchair in Vegas. I wasn't present, mm. but I was like, really? How do you even get to that point? I can't ingest that much alcohol to be taken out in a wheelchair. The weird part is it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a lot. It was, just, it was just one too many for him. Right. You know, everyone has a tipping point. And at the, at the last call, you know, one of the guys was like, hey, anybody want some uh, Jameson whiskey? I'm going to go order around. I was like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. A few other people were like, nah, we're good. Frank, uh, sorry, my friend was like, no, I'll get one more. I'll get one more. It's like, uh, you sure about that? Yeah. Famous last words. Famous last words. Famous last words. And, you know, he he drank it and it was, it was cool. He was cool for about 20 or 30 minutes. And we were like, yeah, let's go get some tacos or something so that we don't just have all this alcohol sitting in our stomachs. And he was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And uh, he was a little quiet on the ride to the taqueria. And when we sat down, he was really quiet. Like, dude, mm-hmm. you all right? He wasn't talking. He wasn't responsive. He was like, uh-oh. I know that look. Gave him, you know, put some water in front of him. And he kind of he kind of smelled the water. And I think the, the water triggered his gag reflex. And he spent the next 45 minutes in the bathroom of a taqueria. Nice. You know, um, one one of the uh, one of the patrons of the establishment, uh, who was a little concerned, he's like, "Oh, your friend's been in there for a while. I'll go check on him for you." Like we we've already checked on him. He's he's okay. Uh, turns out that guy went in there to offer him some cocaine in order to um, sober him up. Wake, yeah, mm-hmm. and he was he was sober enough to refuse. So That's good for him. Good. Yes. And uh, we we carried him out. He was not able to walk in his own power. And we got to the hotel where he and his wife were staying. And we were going to carry him up to his room, no problem. I mean, we take care of our own. But then the security guard was like, would you like a wheelchair? <laughs> I was like, as a matter of fact, I would. And then I hit record on the, uh, the nifty little camera phone. Excellent. And the rest, as they say, is history. So Excellent. it's not a party unless somebody goes home in a wheelchair. Yes. Yes, so, that is too funny. But I mean, hey, you know what? You only turn that milestone age once. <laughs> once, once, once. You only oh, do yeah. it once. And sometimes you don't make it that far past it. He almost yes. didn't. I mean, how was your week? 
Oh, it was good. It's just, you know, busy, busy, busy. But I will tell you what I did do that was like the highlight of my week was I actually on, what night was that? When? No, Thursday night. I went and saw my booze movie, The Man from Uh Uncle. I finally Finally. saw The Man from Uncle. Man Man from Uncle. Two thumbs, way up. Great ride. What an adventure. Absolutely enjoyed it. I have no really? complaints. No complaints at all. That girl, Alec, Alec, what is her name? Vickender? Ex Machina. Yeah, Ex Machina Robot Girl. Yeah. She did a really good job. I actually was really, really surprised at how good I actually I thought the movie was. I thought all the characters had chemistry. Henry Cavill looked like he stepped down from heaven. He walked off of a cloud and put on this three-piece suit in the 60s and raised one eyebrow, and I melted into my seat. And then the rest nice. was history. I mean, the movie was actually really, really good. I have a friend, uh, who one of my Comic-Con friends, who said that he was like, eh, he didn't really like He's like, oh, it was all right, I guess. I just didn't really like all the like gay stuff. He's like, if they're going to be gay, just make them gay. And I was like, oh, really? It was like that? There was like a lot of like the homoerotic type overtone things. And he's like, a lot, of, a lot of innuendos. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I mean, if you're, I mean, I have no problem with that. But just if you want him to be gay, just make him gay. So I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting in this movie for an hour, two hours, a little over two hours, wondering where the gay part was. What are you talking about? Now, listen, I tell mm. you what, I need to stop listening to certain people's uh, uh, opinion on movies. And he's now one of them. Uh-oh. Definitely one of them. I mean, how on earth? There was not one gay part to it. And not even that I'd even have a problem with that. I don't care. But there was one scene in the beginning where Alicia Vikander, whatever her name is, has to pretend to be the Russian whose name I can never remember. Has to, you know, pretend to be his wife and so or fiance. So they were looking mm-hmm. for a dress for her. And so they had this kind of like this straight guy argument on what she should and shouldn't wear. I thought that was really funny, and everybody else, I think, thought it was funny. And so I'm like, what was he talking about? Nothing about that was gay. Elia, that was his name. Elia. Yeah. Um, I, it was good. I, I recommend everybody go see it. I gave it two thumbs up for sure. Like, I thought it was a really good, really good movie. Ilya I am going to make every Kuryakin, that's right. Ah, was a, I know it was a couple, I guess I just kind of glanced past an article that said that it was... It was better than the Bond movies in some respect. You know? No. Okay. No. No. Oh, okay. So I read that review where somebody said it was better than the rest of the, a lot of these action movies. I mm. don't think it was better. I think it was, well, a little bit better because there was a bit of that humor. You know, Guy Ritchie always puts the humor in those action movies. Yeah. So there was a bit of humor, for instance, like he falls off of the uh, solo, Napoleon Solo falls off the back of this motorboat and Kiriakin is still driving it. He doesn't realize he's fallen off. And he swims, he swims shore, gets inside this, inside this truck, and notices there's like a picnic basket and some, a bottle of wine. So here's Kiriakin driving around this motorboat, running away from the bad guys while they're shooting at him. He's running in circles, not realizing that Napoleon Solo has fallen off. But he's sitting there watching him. He's drinking a glass of wine, eating his sandwich. It was hilarious. You know, and then when he sees that he's in trouble, he's like, oh, better go help him. You know, so he puts the wine and the sandwich away and then goes to help him. It was good. Yeah. Like, it was clever. It was smart. It was very Guy Ritchie. I yeah. thought it was done really well. I, like, I want to actually see it again to see if I maybe I'm wrong. But, you know, I just think, and I mean, I know I'm biased, but there are definitely movies where I'm just like, meh. Like, I saw Rock and Roller. I loved Rock and Roller. But there were some parts I didn't like. I didn't need to, yeah. see, the, I didn't need to see the Americans. I didn't need to see, what's his name from Entourage and... And uh, Ludacris. Ludacris is awful. He's an awful actor. <laughs> awful. He was so terrible. Oh, yeah. that. And I mean, just because you put Andre 3000, who's a good actor, in Revolver, doesn't mean you need to put uh, Ludacris, who can't act his way out of a paper bag, in Rock and Roller. Like, you're making a movie bad by putting him in it. I'm just saying. Two thumbs up. Go yeah. see Man from Uncle. That's all I'm saying. Will do. I will do. So you're still running for Fantastic Four, huh? Yeah, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Two things I couldn't bring myself to do this week because I was like, you know what? I had a busy week. I'm working every day these long days. One thing I was going to do one night was going to go see Straight Outta Compton. But then I noticed it was two hours and 27 minutes long. It's like, I don't have time tonight. And then I thought maybe in the middle of the day I'd go see um, Fantastic Four. Then I thought, I don't want to spend a nice sunny day in Seattle in the middle of the theater watching this garbage movie. 
So what I think I'm going to do is, I think I'm going to wait till it goes, do you guys have cheap theaters in Houston? Like when the movies get old, they go to like a cheap yeah. theater, it's like two or three bucks. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take myself to the to the crust, aka the crest, and um just go see it there and you know, and that's just gonna be my my thing. Is I'm just gonna go see it at the cheap theater and then I'll have my little review on it. Cause listen, the financial struggle is really real right now. I don't need to be wasting my money on things like that. I, I feel you on that. That's why I went to the six dollar and twenty five cent viewing. Holler, I that's what I'm talking about. And I didn't pay for any refreshments. There you go. Save why bother? You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I don't think anything is coming out for a couple months. Probably not until the Martian that I want to see. Really? I will. I will. I will try to see a man from Uncle this week, though. I do have some free time. I think that you're actually gonna like it. Yeah, I'm gonna make it. I, I, I like Guy Ritchie. I like yeah. all his stuff. You know, you and I are pretty much eye to eye when it comes to Guy Ritchie. Yeah. And his greatness. So you know what's two coming out. Up. You know what's coming out in like two weeks. What is that? Is uh, you know what's coming out in two weeks is Steve Jobs, the man, the machine. Well, I know why you want to see it. Well, you know what, but but no, but you know, like here's the thing though, Damien and ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna tell you this. I am not a lonely person, so I don't like swoon really over actors because they're just actors. So to me, if you're gonna be for me to have a crush on you, you have to be a good actor and be attractive. So I do like him because he's a good actor, but I see him, Michael Fassbender, late, that's what I'm talking about. He's playing Steve mm-hmm. Jobs. I'll see the movie because Michael Fassbender is a really good actor. I'm not seeing it because I think he's fine. Like, you know, he's a good actor. I didn't go see, um, what you call it, even though he was in it. What's Ashley the movie? No. no, ew, God, no. No, um, it's the movie with uh, Megan Fox and Jonah Hex. He was the villain in Jonah Hex. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that movie. That movie's terrible. But, you know, Ooh. there he goes. I'll watch him. Oh, he does a good job. That's enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why, didn't, why didn't you go see the uh, Ashton Kutcher version of the Steve Jobs story? Because even though I pray at the church of Steve Jobs, I don't need to see a mediocre movie about him. I'm curious about it. I, I don't... It's not one that I'm going to jump out of my seat to see, though. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of weird when it comes to biopics because I usually find myself being underwhelmed by them, especially if it's something that I, I kind of live through and know the story of. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even though I, I really enjoyed Straight Outta Compton mm-hmm. because it was more, you know, it was more nostalgic than anything. I already know the whole story front and back. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they helped shape my childhood. Right. You know, assuming that I was born back then, you know, it was, it, you know, it, as a story, it was, it was kind of funny because they skipped over a lot of stuff, but it was entertaining. Yeah. And, but if I, if I was, if I were someone who was looking for like the definitive story of, you know, I've, I've never seen this, these guys, never heard of them. I want to learn about them. Uh, that movie was not the one. Mm-hmm. It was not the one, and I, and I feel that way about most biopics. So I, I kind of take them with a grain of salt, especially if I live through it. But right, you know, who knows? You it weren't upset. You, you weren't upset that they didn't show Dr. Dre's abuse towards women and all those guys. Everybody's abuse towards women. Yeah, I don't know why they would, especially totally since kidding. he's. I mean, if I'm executive producing a story of my life, I'm gonna know, leave I'm, out the bad parts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to leave out the bad parts. I, let's be real about it, you know? Well, <laughs> well supposedly the sequel is going to focus on Snoop and Tupac, so I think... There's going to be a sequel? Uh, supposedly. Supposedly. Let's make a sequel to a biopic. Yeah. Idea. Yeah, these are the death How about you not years. do a sequel and then just, just make a movie? You know, I would be more interested in Tupac. Snoop is... I'd be very interested in Tupac, too, just because um, something about him, and everybody's going to, like, hang me for this, it reminds me of Nicki Minaj. Because didn't he go to performing arts school? Nicki Minaj went to performing arts school. When I think about these people, like, like, let's not get it twisted. They are still people that grew up not uh, privileged. They they didn't grow up privileged. Not like Tyga. They're not growing up privileged with a bunch of money. His mother is in jail, and his mother's on crack. But he still went to a performing arts school. And so I think that's another reason why he was so talented, you know, like, yeah. and I mean, as corny as Nicki Minaj is, she's still pretty talented and she kind of knows what she's doing. How to, she knows how to make money. 
It's acting. I think it's something that does that to the, yeah, it's that to that performing arts thing, you know, like yeah, there's something to that. And you know, they're 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 both very very good actors, and yeah, you know, I think not enough has been explored about Tupac outside of his quote unquote thug life years. Right outside of um, what's the movie he was in, uh, Poetic Justice, and what's the not Juice? Was he in Juice? Yeah, he was Juice. Bishop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's Bishop in Juice. But that's right. I mean, he's a very intelligent, well-spoken, thoughtful person who, you know, just reacted to adversity in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. So I'd be more interested in that. Snoop, he's just Snoop. Yeah. I mean, he's I mean, cool. Brenda's, Brenda's got a baby was my jam, though, which is so strange that I was like a child going, Brenda's got a baby. But Brenda's barely got a, like, really? <laughs> Brenda's barely Let's got a brain. Up. Damn really shame. The girl can hardly, the girl can spell, hardly a name. spell a name. But that's our problem. It's up to Brenda's family. But let me tell her to affect the whole community. Wow. <laughs> when I was a child. Wow. <laughs> Let's hear the story about this young girl who got pregnant by her stepfather and had a baby and threw it in the trash. <laughs> that was a very depressing song and video. So depressing. And I'm a kid <laughs> watching this going like, wow. It moved me as a child. I'll tell you what, it moved me to not be having sex in high school. Brenda. <laughs> Scotta, baby. baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Oh, the nineties were amazing. I miss the nineties. <laughs> was so they were the best. Oh, bring that back, like pre, bring back Leon like shirts. Pre Kardashian, like Ugh. you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, what was uh, what was TV like for you this week? I actually started. Rick and Morty was really good because I remember the Rick and Morty that came on Sunday yeah. was the one that we saw at Comic-Con yeah. the panel. I, he's just, that was actually really funny. I want to talk about that episode, but but go ahead. I'll let you get your remarks on it first. I, I just, I thought it was great. It was really funny and how I just really love Poopy, what's his name? Poopy Banana Pants. What was his name? No, Poopy, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Poopy Butthole. That's what it was, Mr. Poopy Butthole. That was so funny. I, don't know, I love how he was like, I'm really sorry. You didn't have any bad memories of me. Well, that, okay. So that whole aspect of the, of the show was what kind of, kind of made me go, well, damn. Um, because spoiler alert, um, you know, the, this, this virus was infecting them and, and, and I guess these little viral antibody agents, aliens or whatever they were, um, they basically spread by infecting you with happy memories. And every time you had a happy to memory. To create their existence. Right. Yeah. And the only way that existence. you could tell who was real was if you had a bad memory of them. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That is, that's actually so real in real life. Like, so real. Like <laughs> most people that we know, especially like on a social media level, like most of the people who were just kind of, um, who we're just kind of associates with or whatever the word is I'm looking for. We're just acquaintances. acquaintances. There we go. You know, we, we typically have good experiences with them and we can kind of limit our experiences with them to, you know, moments where we're having fun and whatnot. And when you get to know people well enough, you'll, you'll know them well enough to where you'll have, you know, some downtime with them as well. You'll, you'll have some not so fond memories, but those are the things that kind of bind you together. And I was like, right. That was so deep. It was because you have even with family members because they're a family. They, they're a lot of their memories are memories where they are like they hate each other. They've done something mean. Mm-hmm. They still have this memory. Like I said, I, I still have the memory of my mom when I got spanked for something that my aunt did, and I'm still pissed off about it. And that was a long time. Yeah. Ago. You know, like so you do have these memories. Like not everybody in your life you don't have such positive memories. About. Yeah. They're eventually gonna piss you off. They're gonna hurt your feelings. You're gonna hurt their feelings. That's just the dynamic of relationships as close as you might be with somebody. And that's why that was, yeah, that was a good episode because like, you know who's real if you hate them. And on the flip <laughs> side of that, on the flip side of that, people try to come into your life by only being like overly positive with you yes. if you think and you, you kind of have to that's why I'm, I'm pretty much a realist with people like i'm i'm an asshole to them when i first meet them <laughs> so so right. i don't i don't feel that you're that way i just think i feel like you're just closed off but i wouldn't say you're being an a-hole i think i just think you're being like the, the guard is up because as well it should yeah. be in my opinion you don't need to have your guard down for everybody don't be letting everybody in 
Because people take advantage of that. Yeah, but I'm not all, hey, everything is butterflies and roses. Like, right. You know, You're Mr. Poopy Banana Pants or Poopy Butthole. I'm Mr. Poopy Butthole. Rest in peace. Yeah. Right. Oh, man, he was such a good guy. But, yeah, that, that show continues to amaze me. Like, so far, it's even better this season than it was the first season. It's yeah. amazing. It's really good. You, uh, you started watching Mr. Robot, right? So I started watching Mr. Robot. I didn't realize that the guy who, the main character in it is actually the guy. He's the, is he the Egyptian from Nightmare at the, or Night at the Museum? All those Night at the Museum Never movies? seen him. Oh, you never seen him? He, it's, because I will have to say this. He might be the ugliest man I've ever seen on television. <laughs> Steve Buscemi has a more interesting face than this guy. <laughs> and that's real. Well... I think I think his look fits his role. Man, he ugly though. But he, you have to be the. I mean, Chloe O'Brien on Twenty Four, her look fit her role, but she wasn't repulsive. She was weird looking. She was funny looking. Yeah, but she wasn't repulsive. Well, how how far have you gotten so far? I'm only halfway into the third episode. I, I turned it off last night because the episode was long. So what I, what I will say about this show, like I, this is probably my favorite new show of this year. Uh huh. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's really... How good is Christian Slater, though? It's, I, see, you haven't gotten far enough. Um, I will say that... I like him. You're, you're, at, you're, yeah, you're right there at, at episode three. So around episode yeah. four, you, you're probably going to have... You're probably going to start having questions like, that Huh? That seemed kind of out of place. That was weird. You're going to have questions about, what, what is that? That just seemed kind of strange. And... Um, we're, we're actually this coming week is the, the season finale. I'm, I'm hoping you can get caught up by then. Cause I want to talk about um, it. That's the plan. Cause there is, yeah, as soon as we get done with this, I'm about to go back and try to watch three more episodes. Cause there is a dimension to this that you have not reached yet. And I, I cannot wait for you to reach that, that dimension of it because, and, and this, and it's the one that, that sold me completely. And it also confirmed speculation that I had about the show, but that's all I say about it. Okay, so no spoilers, because no, you, you are the spoiler king. Lately, I did it once. I did it one time. <laughs> spoiler jerk. I did it one time. Spoil something for you. I did it one time. Uh, it was just true detective. Who cared? It ended up not mattering. But I mean, I mean, that's that is true. So I will give you a pass. I will give you a pass. That way, it was no, me. this one I will but, definitely not uh, spoil. But this is my favorite show of 2015 so far. So how graphic, though, is USA these days? They, they're surprising me because I don't watch any USA shows. Me either. I don't watch any. I don't watch Royal Pains, Suits. Um, none of them. white collar on that? I don't watch that, that either. I don't, I don't watch, watch that. I don't watch the TNT dramas. And even this one, I, I wasn't going to watch Mr. Robot, but uh, someone whose opinion I respect was like, I saw the, I saw the pilot online. And it was actually really good. So I was like, I right. too. My my friend uh, Tim, aka People's <laughs> Critic, check out his blog. Everybody, People's Critic Shout blog. Out. He was, I think he had he had tweeted about it, maybe or yep. talked about it, and so I was like, all right, he likes it. So Tim liked it, and then a girl at work texted me and was like, please tell me you're watching Mr. Robot. And I was like, yeah, I had planned on it because Tim talked about it, and so I think it was her who finally twisted my arm, and I'm like, all right. So I turned, I put it on last night because I got the uh, Apple TV. And I got the uh, USA app or whatever, so I was watching it on there, and I was like, "Man, this is, it's a pretty good show." It's a pretty Humble good show. brag. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm an adult. I have adult things. <laughs> I'm an Apple TV. Yeah, I'm. Uh, how do you feel about the upcoming television season? Anything that you're looking forward to from it? So I watched Fear of the Walking Dead tonight. Did you? Watch oh that? yeah, let's start with that. What'd you think? Uh, it's pretty good, but the mo- the wife, mm-hmm. Madison. Her voice is irritating, and I want her to die like I want an Andrea to die. Can someone bite her? I hope that black guy bit her. Can she please be bitten? Can she be bitten, and I want her to go away? Her voice is like, she has that voice. I'm like, oh, the whole time she's talking, I'm like, God, someone, like, bite her. She's talking, and her voice sounds kind of like when a British person is an actor at a TV show, and so they do this kind of strange voice so that they have an American-sounding accent. Like, you know, like this weird tone. I'm just like, shut up. Stop talking. She's corny. No, boo, get out. I don't like you. But I'll tell you what, I like her son, though, that little meth addict or whatever drug he's on. Because when in the beginning, when he took off running, I said, he must have some black in him. Because the second he saw yep. something was sketchy, he took off. He didn't go, what's going on? Why are you doing this? Took here's, off here's my thing about the horror genre, though. And I, I thought about this as I was watching it. 
I was like, if you think about it, every horror movie show or whatever always starts with a young person making bad choices. Because young people make a lot of bad choices. Like, but that's just the nature of every horror show. Like, young people, bad choices. But then again, I guess reasonable people would not be in an abandoned church with someone eating somebody else's face off. They're like, right. Sleeping on the floor and doing drugs in an abandoned church, and you got like strong light. Who's strung them lights up though? Who's strung, who's the electrician in that place? Someone in this electrician. Why stringing lights up and whatnot? I was like, okay, you know what? But you know what? I'll tell you what. People who make poor choices end up in bad situations. That's, That's what I took works. away from that. And I, I right. So of course he's going to end up. See- but where does Zombie Friend go though? Uh, I, that's that's the question. Talk about the uh... and why was dude hiding behind the door? Yeah, dude, remember dude was hiding behind the door when um Pablo Escobar was like coming. Hey man, that's the homie Cliff Curtis, man. Shout out to Cliff Curtis. That dude can play any ethnicity he wants to. That's exact. I said the exact same thing. I said he is racially ambiguous. That guy has been a Mexican, an Indian, a Pakistani. Like if he's brown, that's him. Travis Man- Man- Manawa? No, What's his name? His real name. Manawa. He's been a Hawaiian. <laughs> his real name is Cliff Curtis. Like he- Cliff Curtis. Oh, he's yo, you know where he's from? Guess where, where he's from? New Zealand. Is he? <laughs> yeah, so he's like a Pacific Islander, oh. basically. Yeah, he's a, he's a Maori. Yeah. He is of New Zealand Maori descent. So he's those ones who tattoo their faces and stick their tongues out. And uh, I love that. He's a Maori. How funny. So he's not even a, he's not yeah. even Hispanic. Oh, I knew he wasn't. Shout out to Cliff. Like he is like, like the ultimate nondescript brown person. Oh, he was Fire Lord Ozai in the in the yep. last Airbender. Uh, I forgot yeah, about never that. Never saw it. But yeah, I, I, so so far oh, I like Fear the Walking Dead more than I do more than I did the the pilot for the regular Walking Dead. I like the pilot of the regular Walking Dead because remember um, that was when he was running through Atlanta and he meets the black guy, the yeah. uh, Saul Saul from. No, Snatch. what I'm saying, I I I, I liked. The seat, I like the pilot for Walking Dead. I actually like this one more. And I think the reason I liked it more okay, is because yeah. there's nothing there's nothing that I'm going to compare it to. Like, I was always comparing yeah. the Walking Dead to the comic book, whether, whether right. I wanted to or not. Like, I was going, okay, well, right. I, like the way, I like the fact that they did this versus the book, or I wish they did this, right. you know, like they did in the book, whatever. And I, I think yeah. that that might be ultimately why I kind of fell off a little bit with The Walking Dead after a couple seasons. Right. Because it, it just wasn't like the yeah. look. And this one, I, I like the fact I like the fact that it's realistic in the sense that if there were some type of outbreak like this that was slowly breaking out, people would largely be in denial at first. Well, right. Which I enjoyed that as well. How how'd you, like, how'd you like the student? How'd you like the student uh, looking out the window at, the, at, at Madison, the principal? Looking at her like, see, I told you. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. I told you, and you took my knife. <laughs> he was looking at I told you. Yep. Yep, that face, I love it. She's looking at him like, crap, he was right. Because, you know. The paranoid kid was right. Hey, man, in the hood, in the hood, man, we see something like that going down. We're like, all right, man. Gone. I'm out. But that's why I like the son. That's why I like the son, because he was gone. The yeah. rest of them are like, what's wrong? They think what? it might be viral. What's going on? It's under control. What is that? Nah, he was gone. I like that little crackhead yeah. son. He was. He knew. He knew something was wrong. He was like, I seen some chick. I seen my homegirl eating a dude's face, son. And I know, because that's the other thing. I was like, why didn't he tell everybody he actually wasn't high when that happened? That was the best part. He actually wasn't high. Well, Did I, you notice that? Yeah, but I, I think they would have thought he was high if he would have told them everything. Right. I don't know, but you know, R.I.P. The first first casualty was, uh, you know. <laughs> Black dude who had a future ahead of him. I know. I mean, no, hey, no, 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 no. The two black guys. Oh. Very first person. She's eating his face. African American. Man. So we're the first mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Always. Damn you, Jonathan. Not in real. Not not in real life. Not in real life. We would be out. <laughs> not in situations like that. We'd be gone. I mean, sexual entertainer said it. What? Kings of Comedy all them years ago. Well, he goes, watch, one or two, you start running, everybody start running. I'm that way. If somebody's walking in the opposite direction, I will follow them. But you know what? Here's, here's the funny thing. Because uh, I, I remember this when the first Walking Dead came out. Because you know it takes place in Atlanta. And I remember right. at the time, I think this is when the book was out. But when the, when the show came out, I remember one of my friends was like, man, you know, it's another one of those shows that didn't, didn't really have a lot of black people on it. I was like, you know why? Because we would be gone. <laughs> if the zombie apocalypse broke out, in like Bankhead, Georgia, 
we would be out, son. Man, that was in, in um, did you ever read World War Z? Yeah. Remember in World War Z when they were in Africa, everyone was running? Yep. Remember? Why is everyone running? I was like, only in Africa is everyone running full speed in the opposite direction. Yes. Everyone. He couldn't figure out why, why is everyone running? Don't uh, ask. You should be, who cares? You should be running as yes. well. <laughs> you can go. If a pack of black people are running. You can go you investigate as them. much as you would like. Yes, because there's only two reasons black people could be running. Something in the opposite direction is going to cause them harm in some way, yep. or the or it's one dollar chicken wing. What is it? Uh, Popeyes. What day is that? Uh, Tuesday. Two for ninety nine. Two for ninety nine Tuesday. That's the only reason black, you see a group of black people running. Racist. I mean, I mean, is it accurate? Is I mean, where's the lie? <laughs> uh, they're not running. They are. Uh, they're just showing up in mass. Yes, but they ran to their cars. Ooh, two dollar Tuesday. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Clearly, the people that are running to Popeyes have a need to run in camp. I don't know what y'all do in Seattle, but you know, here we, you know, we we drive slowly. I know it's Texas. Everything is so slow. You know who? You know who's gonna fall first? Texas. Oh no! Zombie apocalypse. Oh no! Who's going down first? Texas. We have guns. <laughs> the Mexicans gonna be gone for all y'all because they'll be like, mm, something fishy going on. Mexicans be knowing. Yeah. Well. No. They run in mass too. We got guns. We're like, nope, we're getting out of here. The uh, the the East Coast will go first. That is very true. I mean, but World War Z taught us that. Yeah, the East Coast is going to go first. Too dense, and and plus all the Manhattanites in New York are going to be like, um, they don't care. Yeah, you know, you would think that uh, we survived a terrorist attack. We can survive this. Yeah, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I just bought this. I just bought this condo. I just bought this apartment in Williamsburg. I'm not leaving. Like, I, they just put in a Whole Foods. Are you serious? <laughs> no. Uh, I have a bar. We, cl- fi- we finally got a Trader Joe's to Brooklyn. How dare you? I'm not going anywhere. I have a bar class on Tuesday, and I pay way too much <laughs> to miss it. So yeah. I think you need to do something about these little zombie guys. S- send them to Staten Island. Yes. You can miss me with all of that. But I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes. So this is another short season, right? It's like six episodes. I'm not sure, but most of these shows, when they premiere, are six episodes. Yeah. I mean, Parks and Rec was like six episodes yeah. when it premiered. A lot of these shows, because they're not sure if it's going to get picked up or not, so I put the money into it. Yeah, it's cool. I, you know, I, I like it so far. I'm I'm good with it so far. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give them a little bit of. Me run. too. I, I enjoy it. And I mean, right away, it's a gang of minorities. The main characters are going to be uh, Mexicans. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, producers, casting director, for putting a reality on a TV show that's based in Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm good with it. I'm excited. What else are you looking forward to this fall? Uh, Blackish coming back. <laughs> Anything new that you want to see? Uh, what's coming out? Like Minority Report with. Oh, yeah, nah. I mean, I'm. And your favorite? With Megan Good with your girlfriend. Your favorite, Blind Spot. That just looks. Every time they show a commercial for Blind Spot, I'm like, I can't with this corny. Like, a woman shows up in a bag in the middle of Times Square. And the bomb squad doesn't try to blow it up. Get out of here. Hey. Have, have several seats. Have several seats. Hey. Nope, I'm not buying Naked it. white girl with tattoos. Hey. I mean, you can, it's all for you. It's all for you. It's none for me. As long as she buys me drinks. I'm all good. <laughs> and she will. And, she will. And buys my wife one as well. We'll be all good. Yeah, and she will. Because I love your wife. She's so great. Oh, my God. Your husband's so great. I'm curious to see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this year. I think second season was better Man. than the first season. And this season, they're going to bring out the Inhumans. So I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I still kind of, like, if, if the episodes were 30 minutes, I'd be a lot more excited. But I heard you. Meh. Yeah. Meh. Meh. The last show I was really hyped for that was good every season, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, which makes it, like, a fact, was uh, Fringe. I haven't been hyped for a show oh, man. That's That's been my favorite show of the 21st century. Yeah. It's just good. Yeah, it's, it, it started off good, ended up good, and I'm good with it. I'm all good with it. Yeah, a lot of the stuff, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a list now, like, I, I still don't care about Arrow. Uh, they can't make me care about Flash. Um, I don't care about Heroes Reborn. That, mm-hmm. that that's, that's still a sore spot to me. Because I thought the first season of Heroes was groundbreaking i thought it was fantastic i was like this is what i want to see i liked it too except i will tell you this i felt there were way too many characters way too soon agreed 
Agreed. That was the only thing I didn't really like. I enjoyed the show. I did watch it, but they were just like, they threw at you maybe, what, 12 characters all yeah. at once? And you're just like, wait, what? Wait, who's that? Wait, what? I like it like Game of Thrones, and some people like Game of Thrones, some people don't, but they introduce characters gradually. Yeah. They don't just throw a gang of them at you. Before you know it, you you know like 40 char- main characters in Game of Thrones, but they started out slow. I way prefer, I would prefer that way better. But, and then it just fell off of a cliff in the second season. Love and Hip Hop, Love and Hip Hop, Hollywood, Never. I will be watching. Never. Which reminds me, I gotta set my DVR for Love and Hip Hop uh, Atlanta reunion for tomorrow night, so I can watch them be fake and fight each other. I understand why people. I mean, I guess Mono pays them well, but all this fake fighting for people you barely know and catching like. How do y'all do it? Because easily, my wife, my wife had me accidentally watching. Uh, Have me accidentally. Braxton Family Values the other day. I That's was a like, great show. I was like, all these people. It's just like all these people are actors, and it's terrible. I mean, that's it, though, really. There's, there's nothing really coming out that I'm really looking forward to seeing. There's, there's just movies yeah. coming out. You know, like Spectre's coming out. Um, the Z for Zechariah movie's coming out with Chiwetel Ejiofor, who I absolutely love. There's a Tom Hardy movie coming out. There's a Tom Hardy movie with, with Leonardo DiCaprio coming out. Like, there's a bunch of good movies coming out. And then we got a bunch of good comics coming out. Uh, Image has a bunch of new comics coming out. And then I want to, what I was going to say, when speaking of Inhumans, I do want to pick up that Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yes. But the thing is, I'm going to wait for the trade. Cause I got a bunch of like single comic books sitting here. I'm looking at right now. Like, they don't hold up well in in the bin. I put them in. You know, I'm like, I just need to stick with the trades. They they store better. Plus, it's easier to read. Like, so for instance, I was talking to my friend about East of West. I haven't even read. I haven't even read book three and four of East of West because I've had to read one and two at least three or four times to figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm like, uh, okay, I'm going to just wait. So, yeah, you know what? I've become that person who would rather just wait for the trade to come out. So I'm going to be a little tardy. Nothing wrong with that. I'm tired of the party. I'm the same way with, I've noticed that books, because books are built in, you know, they're built to eventually be put into a trade. Usually the first couple of issues of of whatever that arc is are usually kind of slow moving. And, And I don't... I'm kind of the same way with some of them now. I don't want to sit there for you know for two months and just read 22 pages and go okay, okay. Right. Like I I'm a lot more excited if I can just sit there and just read the whole thing in like a 20 minute span and get the whole story. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm you know but there's there's a balance between the two. My my pull list has definitely I've definitely narrowed it down over the last few years just because. I was getting way too many books and not caring about half of them. Right. So there, there are just a few titles that I get now. And then the other ones, I'll just pick up every six months or whatever when they're in a the trade. Right. And I'm fine with that. I will say, though, a lot of the image books, I, I think I have more subscriptions from image books just because they tend to, they, they tend to move along a little bit faster in, in some regards because they don't, you know, they don't have the, the hefty Marvel and DC marketing behind them. So they have to kind of pick things up. Yeah. Speaking of which, I had a thought the other day. I was thinking about comic book movies. I was like, I wish, you know, Marvel and DC kind of get all the attention for, for their cinematic universes and whatnot. And I just started thinking of non DC and Marvel books that I would like, I would like to see adapted to the screen, whether uh-huh. on TV and the movies. I think East of West is one that might work. Nope, don't do it. Well, nope, absolutely not. I, nope, no, no, no. Take what? that back. They ruin it. Take it back. Take it back. Take it. Take back what you just said. Take it back. I don't take know. Take back I, what you just said. I don't know what I just said. Nope, so. Take it back. I don't know take what I just back. said. Nope. I didn't said say nothing. anything. Moving on. No, nope, moving on. No. What else though? <laughs> um, you read the Manhattan Projects? No, but I heard they're really good. Yeah, well, I, well, I have a client. He's always up on the yeah. on the comic books, actually. Actually, I think Paul reads them too. Yeah, I think there's a, a bunch of them. I'm actually looking at Preacher right now. Preacher's about to be made into a TV show, right? Yeah. I got Preacher sitting here, yeah. which I haven't even bothered to read. I got, you guys would be shocked at this stack of comic books I have sitting on my floor that I haven't even touched because I just buy them and I'm just not, I'm too busy. Yeah, Preacher's a good one. I, I barely watch the TV. Yeah, Preacher's, Preacher's about to be a TV show, right? Yeah. So that yeah, one's yeah. cool. Uh, Manhattan Projects, I want to see that like as a, like a miniseries or something. Uh, yeah, I think Lazarus. Do you, do you read Lazarus? No, I know what that is too. Okay, a gang of them. I told you, I just yeah. Lazarus is one of my favorite books on Image. I would love to see that adapted into a movie or something. 
mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, I love. Tell everybody what. Tell everyone what Lazarus is about. Okay. Well, Lazarus is basically about um, uh, the near future, a dystopian near future where the the world is basically run by a handful of families, and these families have pretty much carved up the earth, and they each rule their own territories, where they have, uh, you know, it's like the ultimate, like exaggerated view of the the wealth gap and it's a good commentary Mm -hmm. on that so you have ultra Mm -hmm. ultra rich people you have like a family of like five or six people and then they have millions of people who work for them and then below that there's just an underclass of like millions more and and each family basically is in some type of perpetual war against the other families Mm -hmm. and even though they have these weird agreements and conventions between them and it almost sounds like lucky number 11 remember Kind of, sort of, but it's more, you know, it's more, more futuristic. And each family has a protector called Lazarus, which is basically um, an enhanced human who's kind of like the, uh, for all intents and purposes, like the Captain America for each group. It's Mm -hmm. like a super soldier who's, you know, enhanced and has all these, you know, have all these cybernetic parts and all this and all that. But they are the protectors of each family. And it's just—it's it's actually pretty cool, man. Because and it's not just about that; it's really more about the uh, the class the class war between the the top and the bottom. And it's actually yeah. pretty neat. I, I I'd love to see it adapted to screen. You know, so that you know that's another one. Uh, what else? What else? I know some people are gonna say Saga. I, I never want to see Saga on the screen. It's it's. Right. I love it as a book. I think it's it's one of those books that well, end up being like Dune. Remember how Dune is like a really cool sci-fi book yeah. and turned on just really really overly long kind of yeah, movie. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I wasn't into Dune the movie at all. Yeah, really. it's just like long. It's just long. And it's and it's too saga especially is just the weird thing about saga is that I don't think people would get it. It's it's very much you know, a space fantasy, a space opera. Yeah. But yeah. the dialogue and everything else is very, very earth, very human. And I don't think people would really catch that. They would be like, what is this? Like some Howard the Duck type shit. Right, yeah. right, right. But. Which is kind of like how that shutter is. Yeah. Know? Creators of the book said that they will never allow it to be adapted for screen. Good. And I hope they, I hope to hold them to it. They stick to it. Because, you know, sometimes they give you enough money. Everybody has a price, yep. right? One more, oh, one more that I think that might work well on the screen as a series, especially, would be Chew. Uh, you think so, well? I think so. Chew almost seems like the iRobot, that stupid, not iRobot, iZombie, that stupid, uh, god-awful iZombie yeah. movie or TV show is almost kind of like Chew. She's like, I'm going to eat this person's brain, then I can figure out what's going on. It's kind of how Chew is, which I just don't But, like, iZombie is too, like, it feels like too ABC family for me. I, I think I think yeah. Chew. It's so corny. I think Chew is more. Chew is probably more Hannibal than that. And okay. I, I think if you have someone that's really kind of <clears throat> kind of dysfunctional that works in that role, right? And it, you know, I definitely would have to put it like on a premium channel, like you know, a, a, a show that could act, a, a channel that could actually show some pretty good violence and, right. and go with it. Like yeah, stars HBO yeah. time. You know, something like that would work. Yep. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I, I, th- I think there's a market for it, but I could. Well, that, but that would be a good TV show. Yeah, there are certain things that would be good movies and certain things that would be good TV yeah. shows. Yeah. You know, I think that might be one. That's why they're turning Preacher into a TV show. There are certain things. Yeah. But that's also why the Avengers, so these, the Avengers comic books, all these Marvel and DC, they are better as movies because you can have these singular stories, whereas like a lot of these, it's like a buildup. That's why the Avatar The Last Airbender movie did so terribly because you took this TV show it had three seasons, and it was a total slow buildup of characters and this development and the relationship between the characters. And then you threw them all into a movie and wrote a really terrible story and made their actual bending really corny and cheesy. Yes. Like, you know, so there are certain things that could be TV shows and certain things that could be movies and certain things should just, and certain things that should just be left alone. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. I mean, period. Period. <laughs> period. Yes, I mean. Let's talk, ugh, I just, I mean, I talked about it last week. I don't need to talk about it again, but. So that's just me. Just leave well enough. Leave well enough alone. Sometimes. So that's that's kind of where I am with that. I, I, you know, if 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 they were to introduce more things to the screen, I would like to see some of these more original takes. And you know, I I think once 
once we we finish with this phase of the Marvel movies, I, I think everyone will pretty much be comic book movied out. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm I'm already comic book movied out. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm a big right. fan of you know let's keep everything in a finite time frame, and and if yes. if there's still a demand for it, let people wait for it for a little while. Let people build up an appreciation for it, recharge your ideas, and then and then hit it. I like the fact that they have a plan for everything mm-hmm. they want to do. Let's leave it at that. But I don't want them to go. All right. Well, after Phase Three, here's Phase Four, where we got Squirrel right. Girl, and you know, right. Oh my God, Squirrel Girl's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel Girls Award. They, they can't. What was she in? Astonishing, not Astonishing. She was in uh, old, not what was it? Um, Mighty Mighty Avengers, New Avengers, and they when they started changing yeah. over. Remember they started changing the stories and they became like the Avengers. I don't know. I got this. I actually gotta go through these stacks of comic books to figure out where Squirrel Girl. She was in one of them. She's the pits. She can she can control the squirrels. She was in one of them. I don't know. Doesn't she have like a crush on Wolverine or something like that? And he was like, not about care. it. <laughs> I don't care. Um, her name is Squirrel. But, but, she, but she's Luke Cage's baby. But she's Luke Cage and Jessica Jones' babysitter. Squirrel girl. Yeah, it's her name. Black. Marvel. Marvel, you're doing some DC things right there. <laughs> so I'm not going to mess with that. I, I'm, I'm curious about Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I, when It'll that trade cute. comes out, I want my niece to read it because. Oh, how funny. I'm going to get it for yeah. Olive. Based on what I see. Because Olive is like super into Batman. It, it right reminds now. me of my niece. So. Hey, do you read um, the new Miss Marvel? I do. I uh, do. What do you think of it? Because, you know, they gave it to me in a stack when I picked up my prescription. When, my prescription. <laughs> I like it. I, you know what I do like <laughs> about it, though? I, what I like huh. about it, which is kind of weird, I, I knew that my wife would like it. Because it's, it's, yeah. it's a really good book for people who are casual readers of comics who don't care yes. about all the history and continuity they just want something right. that's just kind of, you know, it's just like, it's a, it's a good story. It's a, mm-hmm. a young Pakistani girl who's, you know, not, this is not represented in comics anywhere. And right. it's about her particular experiences. And I think they're actually adapting it into a cartoon. Well, that'd be nice. Or something. But, uh, you know, that's. The, you know, the only cartoon they ever show Muslims on was uh, the Proud Family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, for real. They have this like Islamophobia going on in the U.S. You think that they do a better job of yeah. making people not afraid of Muslims, especially because it's not Muslims who are causing problems. It's actually creepy white dudes with bad haircuts. Mm. But you know, like the the only time I ever saw a Muslim on TV was in the Proud Family when they like do this like exchange thing where Penny Proud had to go with this Muslim girl's family, and they're in the middle of Ramadan, and then the other girl had to go to Penny Proud's family. Yep. And I was like, and you know what? At the time. I didn't even think twice of it. They did such a good job of throwing that in there. I didn't bat an eye that there was a Muslim on TV. Yeah. But you know, people want to make a big deal out of stuff. Just like that whole thing on South Park when everybody had to bury their head in the sand because they were going to show the Prophet Muhammad. Yo, the first season, they showed the Prophet Muhammad when he was part of the superhero. The, um, what do they call him? The Justice League. But remember, it was Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad. And they were like superheroes, but they were all like the... Oh, I can't remember. But yeah, they didn't get mad back. Like this whole Islamophobia thing yeah. off the chain. So I do appreciate the Miss Marvel. I have it. I haven't gotten into it. It's sitting here. I'm looking at it. I'm just like, I don't know why I haven't read it. But I was like about thirty other comic books I'm looking at right now in trades that I'm like, I don't know why I haven't read these. No, it's 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 actually cute. Like I said, it's it's a real it's really good, especially for casual readers of comics who don't mm-hmm. want to be bogged down with a lot because you're you're kind of like Runaways was. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly like that in that sense. So, it, you know, I'll eventually pass it to my niece probably like in a year or so. And, yeah, yeah I'm good with that. Um, okay. I, I, I saw earlier this week that you were a little excited about the, the Hackers 20-year reunion. Or 20-year anniversary, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was my show. Yeah. I, saw that movie, I saw that movie twice in the theater. I loved it. That was my first time I've ever seen Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I, I remember that movie. It's funny watching it now. Yeah, that was my first time ever seeing her. Yeah, yeah. And it, but I remember the, the hacker guy had the big giant screen and the big giant, like, douche, 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 yeah. douche, douche, uh, keyboard. Yes. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. It's funny watching uh, Mr. Robot and seeing, um, you know, like that, how, how hackers are now as opposed to what, yeah. they were back <laughs> or what we thought they were, you know? Yeah, I thought that was cool. I, I remember seeing that. Every, every once in a while I watch it. When I catch it on TV, I'm just like, 
this was so good back then. And right, right now it's just hilarious. Oh no, I, I did see the the gritty version of the Civil War trailer that didn't show anything. Thank goodness. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't Thank watch goodness. it. Yeah, and I, I knew it wouldn't show anything. It literally showed nothing. And that's yeah. that's the way I'm going to keep it. More excited about Incredibles 2. Yes. Oh, my God. Brad Bird. <laughs> yes. Clap, clap. Yay. I'm very excited about that. Can't wait. And Anything Pixar I'm pretty excited yeah. for. And uh, I don't know. That's it. I, did we, uh, you have anything to, to add before we move into your favorite part? Uh, Attack on Titan, the movie, comes to America, comes to U- the U.S. in theaters, September 30th, part yes. one. Part two comes out two weeks later. So everybody check that out. I want everyone to know if you're watching the, car- the anime, if you're watching the cartoon, if, you're, if you read the manga, um, this movie is nothing like those. Really? <laughs> it's a horror movie. It's okay. a horror movie. Yeah, and they had to cut out because the same thing. You have to cut out a lot of characters when you take a TV show and turn it into. Oh yeah. If you take a a, 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 a series of comic books, yeah. and put it into a movie, so a lot of characters are cut out. It's a horror movie. Yeah. It was funny. The thing is, did you see my Snapchat the other night when Olive was watching it? <laughs> oh, that's what y'all were watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were watching that's Attack right. on Titan, and then when the Titan showed up, my brother made her go under the covers and let her look at it. I'm like, just let her see it. She don't care. He's like, no, because she's not going to be standing on the edge of your bed in the middle of the night looking at you, freaking you out. <laughs> well, I guess she did that once where she had walked into their bedroom and was standing on, you know, on the door. Yeah. And Sean looked and Sean saw her. So he wakes Zia. I'm like, she goes, Zia, look. She went, ah, and screamed because Olive is just standing there all creepy in the doorway. <laughs> okay. Middle of, middle of the night. <laughs> she was scared or something. Man, I don't know what you're, it was pretty you're funny. raising a child to. Okay. <laughs> hey, she loves Batman though, so we're changed, we're we're raising her up right. Batman. Yeah, she Batman. She she had a my guess my aunt told me today that she had tied a um towel or something around her neck and was pretending to be Batman. She can barely talk and pretend to be Batman. <laughs> I'm like, excellent parenting, Sean. Excellent parenting. Bat baby. Good job. Bat baby. Keep up the good oh, cool. work. She loves who Batman, Superman, and Spider Man. That's all you need him. to know. All right. Well, yep. let's move into. The bread and butter of the whole thing. What's the name of the segment? Mm-hmm. Black. Whoa. Black girl Hank. <laughs> you got a little aggressive with it. All right. I mean. <laughs> All right. So what's your, what's your what's your black girl hand clap of the week? My black girl hand clap of the week has to go to people who have an opinion on characters in movies when they've never read the book or never read the comic book. For instance, you are judging Cyclops because you saw him be a word that starts with B and ends with itch (laughs) in the cartoon, in X-Men the cartoon, right? So you saw the X-Men cartoon, you saw the X-Men movies. Man, Cyclops is so whack in all those. He's so super, 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 super corny. But in Astonishing X-Men and in the other X-Men, He's great. He's a good leader. He's pretty strong. He doesn't take any crap. He will kill people. He's just not corny. So you have these people that kind of judge these things, and I don't like this, and I don't like that. But, yo, you never read the comic book. I have a very, very good friend. Her name is Megan Ming. She is a professor and the smartest girl in the world. She had a friend of hers who told me that they didn't like an X-Men movie because it wasn't like the cartoon. I said, well, you read the comic book? He's like, uh, no. I'm just like, huh? Like, I had like screw face. Like, you, like if you're not familiar with the absolute source material, don't, like don't, don't come at me. What are you talking about then? Then what, then what are you talking about? Don't talk to me. You have, you have no opinion. You have absolutely no opinion. I don't want to hear it. Nope. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Shut your mouth. Don't want to hear it. That is just the worst. Like for instance, Civil War's coming out. Civil War and Thor, reading Thor, and that's how you and I became friends was our discussion of Thor. Reading Thor reading Civil War, reading the comic books, reading Ultimates, I absolutely mm-hmm. hate Tony Stark. Yes. I think he's a horrible human being. Absolutely hate him. But then you have Robert Downey Jr. being snarky, smart-ass type guy in these movies, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> Tony Stark's so great. Nah, he's a jerk. He's very self-absorbed. He's very selfish. He only yes. cares about himself, and he pretends like he doesn't. He's a horrible person. I hate him so much. That's what my, I mean, and then here, Captain America, Steve Rogers, he's always doing for someone else. 
He's the exact opposite. It's like they're polar opposites. You have this guy who's not rich and famous. He's just like this poor kid who got the super serum or whatever and then became mm-hmm. powerful, but he's always doing for other people. Yeah. He's kind of like Spider-Man. Spider-Man's always doing for other people. Like I like superheroes that are actually really selfless. Tony Stark is very selfish, and some people like that. Like, because I guess why not? If you're a superhero, why why wouldn't you just be like, ha that's me, and pop my collar and dust your shoulders off? Like, yep, that's me, that's me, that's me. I'm the cool guy. But at the same time, you're like, but if you're supposed to be serving the community, you should be a little bit more selfless with it. But he does everything selfish. The best thing I ever saw was in Thor when Thor decided to put freaking his whole entire castle kingdom, whatever, over Oklahoma, and Tony Stark wanted to show show up and tell him what he needed to do. And Thor looked at him and ripped all that armor off, and Tony Stark had to walk back home butt naked. That's what you get. You're a jerk. Stop telling people what you what they should and shouldn't do. You're an a hole. But I think that's also what makes him interesting is that he does represent that that entitled that entitled demographic. I mean, he's got ridiculous amounts of money that he's made from selling weapons. He's arrogant. Right. He's smart, and he can basically right. do whatever he wants. Right. So. I would believe that he would right. be that type of person. And I, I think it's actually good that you hate him because they want you to. Oh, I hate him. Yeah. Oh, he's an awful person. But he's just like like Matt and Trey say, the reason they created Cartman is Cartman is the worst of everybody. Everybody has a little bit of Cartman in them. And so you kind of like Cartman, but you really hate him. He's a horrible person. You don't even know why he's existing. That's how I feel. So basically what I'm trying to say here is I can, it, it always comes back to South Park <laughs> for some reason. Yes, I always look at South Park, be knowing. But it comes back to that. But all I have to say is this. I'm going to say this real quick. If you haven't read the comic book, if you haven't read the novel, the graphic novel, keep your corny opinions to yourself. Keep them to yourself. I don't want to hear them. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. I don't want you to say, well, I just felt that. Nope, don't want to hear it. Have you read the comic book? Oh, you haven't? Then have a seat. See all these seats? (laughs) Pick one and sit down. I will provide one for you if you cannot find one yourself. You have no opinion. I don't want to hear what opinion you have when you don't even realize yeah. that Harley Quinn is not from a comic book. Like, I don't want to hear what opinion you have if you think that there's only one Robin. I don't want to hear your opinion. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want the Robin to think that you think is just Dick Grayson. No, guess what? He's not Robin anymore. So where have you been? You know, I just, I don't want to hear it. If all you've ever watched is Batman, the animated series, is all you ever watch is Batman Beyond, if all you ever watched is disney xd and watch these new joints and like i don't want to hear it you don't have an opinion if all you ever watched was the 1980s 70s whatever version of incredible hulk sorry they're not this it's not the same <laughs> hey do you know what the red hulk is nope okay have a seat hey that I, I don't have anything that i can add to that don't want to hear it i'm just saying so ladies and gentlemen keep your corny opinions to yourself unless you read it and i don't go on wikipedia to figure out who they really are I mean, you can cheat. I mean, that's like Cliff's notes, I guess. Because, I mean, I've had to do that for backstory sometimes. And every now and again, i got to go, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. This person did this, right? So then mm-hmm. I Google it because, you know, you read so many comic books. You start going, wait, I thought this person did this. Wait, I thought this person did that. Wait, the Inhumans did, wait, what? And then I do get a little confu- confused because right. sometimes you read the Ultimate and sometimes you read just the regular, you know, story. Or you're reading some, I mean, like, how many Supermans do you need? But you got to wait, wait a second, this Superman is this Superman or this Superman. You know, so sometimes you do have to go back, but don't be out there trying to Wikipedia and then go out like you know. Nah, son. We know. Support your local comic book store and go buy some. We we know when you're pretending, by the way. Trust me. Oh, we know. We know. We know. Just because you buy one Batman shirt at Forever 21 doesn't mean you watch (laughs) Batman or read Batman. Sorry, boo. Sorry, Uh, boo. Well, with that, as always, we thank you guys for uh, for tuning in to the, the Curly Nerd podcast. Coming soon, curlynerd.com. Uh, email us. We'll, we'll have the link to email uh, and also the Twitter handles and everything in the description of the podcast. Let us know what you think. Hit us with questions. Challenge us. If we're wrong about something, let us know. I mean, feel free. I'm always Please. open. I'm, and I'm. I want help. Help me to understand what we like. Help me understand your frame of mind. Like I want to know. Well, what I'm you're never thinking. wrong. So. Have me be- help me help me have a better understanding of why you think East of West should be a TV show or a movie. And I'm gonna let you know why you need to sit but down. But you and didn't shut let up. me. I, well, simple as you, that. You told me to not even put it out there. So <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Have several seats, Damien. All good. Anki no. D. Any last words? My last words are: Everybody, check out the YouTube videos coming soon. I want y'all to watch the Curly Nerd YouTube's. 
just quick little updates about what happened in my week, what I'm reading, what I'm watching, other things that aren't happening in the podcast. Uh-oh. You know, it should be entertaining. Can't wait. It should be entertaining. Can't wait. Yep, yep, yep. yep. But thanks for listening, everybody. Like us, rate us, tell your friends about us, help us get out there, help everybody hear what these two nerds from Seattle and Houston are talking about. Good time. All right. See you next time. All right.